Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey there, how you doing? Welcome, welcome. Uh, it be uh, still January 29, 2019, and it's a Tuesday, and my sister Susan is joining us from, oh, is she lucky, Southern California. Uh, Suze? Oh, burr. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the the high tomorrow in uh, Chicago is, I su- think, supposed to be 13 below. Yeah. The high. 13 below. I know. <laughs> That'll be the lowest high in Chicago history. I mean, as far as... I know. My, I mean, I... I um, my, uh, I know people have canceled out their days, you know, told yeah. people not to go to work. Right. Just stay home. Stay home. Drip your water out of your faucets, and that's that. So Yeah, right. Happening. Susan? Yeah? Oh, okay. You all of a sudden, your voice did some weird thing. Bloop, bloop. What? Oh, it's probably... It did a what? It's, it's... Who knows? It's audio. Um... Uh, so yeah, it's not going to be that cold here, but it's going to be historically cold here for here as well. So not looking forward to this. Um, Green Bay, I can't imagine. No, I can't but, imagine. I, but, well, Green Bay, you know, I had a call from Green Bay yesterday. What did um, they say? That the that, that it was snowing like that. It was basically a blizzard whiteout. Right. Cold. That's true. Um, right. That, that they had uh, they had sh- they had already shoveled once, uh, and an hour later there was something like seven inches back down on the ground. Right. And uh, they were getting ready to go out and do it again. And uh, yeah, so it's awful. I mean, yeah, there's snowing, and it's also it's the same temperature in Green Bay right now that it is in Chicago. It's it's one, but the uh, but the wind is gusting to like 35 miles an hour, so that's making it 17, 20 below. Yeah. Well, I know there's a picture. Uh, there's a picture of a around. there's yeah. a picture of a guy from Manitowoc on the front page above the fold. Uh, I think Wall Street Journal today, um, and it's in this whiteout blizzard that they had yesterday. Uh, Green Bay is 30 miles like north of. Manitowoc. For some reason, there's pictures of Manitowoc in the New York Times today. <laughs> some some rep, some photographer was in Manitowoc for some reason, Susan. And there's a lot. I of, have no idea. A lot of snow, cold photos from uh, from there. Yeah, but so airlines are already canceling flights. Schools are canceling. Every it's going to just be closed down for a, a few days. Um, I guess. Well, and it was starting yesterday because yeah. my son was trying to fly home from a business trip, and all the traffic was all held up, and right. flights were canceled and rescheduled. And I think he finally got in at like one o'clock in the morning, but he had started sometime around noon. <laughs> well, and he's lucky. Uh, he's, yes, l- he's, our, he's lucky he got in because they say that most our, of the flights yeah. are canceled. Yeah. Okay, so um, enough right. about I whether know. it'll happen. Yeah, we can uh, you do. do. You do know what the president tweeted this morning, right? About global it, global it, warming. He made it, he, yeah, he did. What did he say? Oh, he said, "Oh, gee whiz! I wish we had. We could sure use some global warming now." 
something like that. Let me see if I can bring it up. Oh, okay. um, you know, spare yourself and us. I mean, yeah. No, he said, in the beautiful Midwest, wind chill temperatures are reaching minus 60 degrees, the coldest ever recorded. In coming days, expect to get even colder. People can't last outside even for minutes. What the hell is going on with global warming? Please come back fast. That's what your president tweeted. Yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, this in the Wall Street Journal recent research has found that diminishing sea ice north of Russia is, um, is what's screwing things up, destabilizing the polar vortex. And uh, that's what's sending this air that normally is sitting over the Arctic <laughs> down. So it is climate change, probably, that is behind this, um, again, sort of more intensified weather. Whatever. Screw it. Anyway, you're lucky you're there, even if it's still not as warm as it usually is or not as sunny. No, well, it's actually the weather's nice now, oh, so I'm good. not complaining at all. Okay, I'm I'm just sorry that you guys are unhappy. <laughs> well, we are where we are. Who the yeah, hell no, is my Ma plan is working? Who the hell is Marianne Williamson? Marianne Williams. Williamson. Uh, I don't know. I think she's like a new agey kind of a babe in California, and tonight. Or was it last night? What's today? Tuesday. Uh, yeah, last night she announced her um, her presidential uh, run for the Democratic uh, nomination in L.A. at a big shindig last night. Hordes of New Agey people were there. Mary Ann. Mary Ann Williams. Mary Ann Williamson. That's what I'm saying. She, I've never heard of her. Okay. Well, that's she's how not an elected no. official or anything. No, no, any. no, okay. no, no, no. Um, I don't know. What and she's not Howard Schultz or Schwartz or whatever his name is. Schultz. <laughs> Howard Schultz. <laughs> Who's? Uh, A.K.A. You egotistical egotistical asshole. <laughs> yeah, Howard went I on. Mean, as how would you like that to be your? You know. Yeah, the universal reaction to your announcement is, oh, shut up, go home, and stop trying to elect Trump. I mean, everybody is saying it. Bloomberg yelling at him. Everybody <laughs> is. So if you d didn't know the, what Susan was referring to, he Schultz went to give a speech, I guess, last night, and he was not into it too far before some heckler said, you know, something like, you know, shut up, you it, you know, you it. Rich, run, billionaire, egotistical, e egotistical asshole. Yeah, right. There's not a lot of not You'll a lot of love. Just elect Donald him. Trump. Yeah, that seems to be the 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 general wisdom. Although, um, some poll came out today. Screw all these polls and all this nonsense. But uh, there's there's some huge percentage of Americans who are now telling pollsters that they definitely, definitely would not vote for Donald Trump in 2020. And I think it's 56% of registered voters. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, but they have to live in the right state. That's true. <laughs> that would not necessarily I mean, keep him because, from winning. Because we've, 
that before. Right. Yeah. Right. He, we did that before, and he won. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got to be. Uh... I mean, the polls all make you very happy. The polls all say, oh, dear, you know, we were terrible people. We really thought it would work. What were we thinking? I mean, they're saying all the right things, but that just doesn't matter if they're all sitting in, you know, places where they aren't going to change the outcome. Well, I don't know. Then there has I mean, to you be, could, you know, there really has to be you some kind of a... You could change 30% of Kentucky voters, and they'd still be... You could change 30% of Kentucky voters, and it would still go for Trump. Yeah, that's why I really think we need a um, young people who are willing to relocate... <laughs> <laughs> to uh, those states that can be tipped and uh, register to vote and uh, and and get some of these, uh, we need some, yeah, some of our side living in some of these places, I think. Right. But uh, they're not going to do it because young people don't want to live where there's no. Uh, you well, know, they've tax. moved. To, they've they've turned Colorado. They've moved to Colorado, and that's that's getting blue. Yeah. And. <laughs> But, you know, the other places, there just aren't enough people or places to go or jobs. So what are you going to do? Montana's Montana. There's nothing there. Right. Except the wide so open spaces. And everybody should go. Yeah, wide right. open spaces right. that I love. Don't fence me in. So does anybody know about Marianne Williamson? She's some kind of an idiot. I mean, I no, she's not. She's got a, a million people who think she's a genius. Uh, she's one of those lifestyle-y kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, actually, oh, I heard from some woman who I know, a young woman, who is also very, you know, she's vegan and this and that and the blah, 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 blah. And she said, uh, over a month ago, I heard Marianne Williamson might run. Now, I could get behind her. So it's not as if there aren't young, mostly young, you know, new agey, veganish um holistic types <laughs> I don't know what to how to characterize it who think she's you know some brilliant uh, wondrous woman anyway she ain't gonna make it so we we know that um, no no, no and, and we got Bernie Sanders out there again screwing up the waters it's just like have uh, you seen wait a minute have you seen the video that got put out on social media Maybe today. I don't know. I saw it today. Of You wouldn't believe it. Of Bernie Sanders and some other folks um, in 1980-something. And they're in Russia. And they're sitting around a table. And all the men are bare from the waist up including Bernie, and they're singing, This Land is Your Land. I'm not kidding. Um, and it turns out it's a video from his honeymoon with his current wife, uh, when I guess he might have been the mayor of Burlington, Vermont, and Burlington had a sister city in Russia, and so a bunch of Burlington people went over. How they ended up with the men half-naked sitting around a table singing, this land is your land with some Russians, um, 
is not known, but I think some heavy-duty alcohol would have something to do with it. But there is a video, and what's funny is he, Bernie, looks exactly the same. Well, of course he does, because all those what? pictures of him when he was a dissident student look exactly the same. Yeah, but same. he's already, he's, he, and you know what? You know, he's sitting there. He's clearly uncomfortable, I guess, being half naked, because his shoulders, his 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 skinny white shoulders are up. Are rounded in? No, are up to his ears. They're up oh, no. to his his ears. And actually, that's sort of his general. He was chilly. <laughs> I don't know. He was just cold. But he's, he, he's sitting there like this, and I I, I don't. The, 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 the kinds of uh, remarks on that I saw it on Twitter w- were hysterical. I mean, a lot of people commenting about how maybe he looks 65 years old the day he was born. <laughs> just sort of like at any point in his life, you look at him, and that's the way he looks, like this old man. But, of course, some people are using it to, to say that there he was with Russians. Um, what, who goes to Russia on their honeymoon? People are saying. <laughs> Lots of people go to Russia. I mean, you know, it's a beautiful place to visit, I've heard. Well, yeah. Not, lots of people go to Russia. I don't hear a lot of positives from people traveling in Russia. Do you? Oh, I. There are people that take you know these these uh, river cruises and you know yeah. just get to these beautiful you know every, places. You know and every place. And you whisk out. They have a good time. Every place is beautiful. That's what I have found. Yeah. Everybody who thinks like, oh my God, look at the beauty. I mean, everywhere in this world is uh, the 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 globe is a beautiful place. Even the, even the starkest environs like a desert or you know a frozen tundra there's a beauty in this world that is just mind-boggling but i i think i'm thinking more in terms of accommodations and stuff like that didn't our parents go once and i think mother is still dissing uh the russians isn't that true yeah they did go but they went on one of those cruises things and yeah. i think they were fine yeah no, I don't think they liked it. Hey, someone sent me something sort of interesting. We were all pissed off here that uh, the Mr. Rogers documentary didn't make the um, Academy Awards they got cut. The list. Yeah. And that was a yeah. big snub. I mean, it's been written about a number of times by folks, including the New York Times, what the hell happened. But um, Jonathan here uh was watching TV the other night uh, and, and and there was a promo on ABC which is carrying the Oscars and uh he sent me the video and it's it starts with um you know just scenes from uh, the fourth scene the fourth little cut it's like a a, a scene a, a minute i mean a second bang 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 this is um you know blah 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 the fourth piece of video in the Oscar promo that ABC has out has Mr. Rogers zipping up his sweater. Well, that's false advertising. Well, clearly, that promo was made before the nominations were announced. And ABC, like everybody else, 
thought it was a shoe in so i don't know if they're going to take that down but he is in the 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 uh oscars promo when he's not even nominated i'm just saying well, but, yeah well so they they goof they goof all the time this year they were so busy proving that they were uh not the uh white people's awards anymore that they you know <clears throat> they left them out this year they left white people out no that was last I think, year well they were no this uh, this year white people are back i think big time no who knows it's all a bunch Nothing. of bullshit okay now it's all nonsense i'm not paying attention i didn't see any of the movie that's true well, you, Oops, Ernie, shush. You never do. So are you paying any attention to the crap that's going on? In our, You know, we, we're all so addicted now to um, thinking news is nothing more than what did Donald Trump, you know, destroy today. Right. Um, that there's two, like, really big foreign policy stories going on, and it's like I don't have the energy to even wade into them. Um, I'll give you one. Afghan peace talks. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about Afghan peace well, talks. Well, here, I mean, but the fact is, it says here that America and Taliban, that's our enemy, guys, American and Taliban officials have agreed in principle to a deal in which we pull our troops out. That's it. And which has absolutely nothing to do with the Afghan government, who is not called in the talk, which I don't quite understand. Well, I don't get it uh, at all yeah. either, but here's the other thing. Here's what it says, New York Times today. Agreed in principle to the framework of a deal. So this is like they agreed in principle. That's fudged then. That's, that's not an agreement. Agreement in principle uh, to a framework of a deal. So that's not doesn't mean there's a deal there. It's the framework of a deal in which the Taliban, get this, would guarantee Afghan territory would never be used by terrorists. Well, how do they do that? <laughs> I mean, do you believe that? Would you sign that? No. The, no. But, I mean, America wants out of this. It's been... Two decades. Believe it or not, there's second generations fighting in this war. A guy, I've read an article not too long ago about an 18-year-old army kid who was shipped over to Afghanistan where his father before him was killed, a father he never yeah. knew. Can you imagine... Yeah. If that doesn't say it yeah, all. Yeah, well, you know, but at what point do you take, a, you know, and you know the minute we go, it just goes back to exactly, exactly where, where it was. was. So exactly where So you pull the so, plug. So is, it, is our responsibility to stay and accomplish nothing or to leave and give up the little that we, the little of the nothing that we accomplished? I don't know. To just admit that we wasted all those lives. But isn't that how everything, so Vietnam ended. I mean, when do we wise up? We 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 uh, we send uh, our 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 sons and daughters off to die in these and be maimed in these places, and and we don't emerge victorious. There's nothing gained. Nothing. Excuse me. 
But when no, do you pull have, the no, plug? No, we don't. Hmm. I mean, what does victory even look like? We don't even know what victory looks like in this day and age. Because we admit that everything is, is constantly in a state of flux and change. So peace today doesn't mean peace tomorrow. And a, a deal today doesn't mean a deal tomorrow. And if anybody has proven that true, it's <laughs> the United States of America in the last two years. Yes. So how we assume that we can make a deal and expect anybody to have any um, faith or confidence that we have any intention of keeping it ourselves. Yeah. You know, who makes who makes deals with liars? All right, so there's Afghanistan. I'm just saying, this is a big huge story that doesn't even nobody even gives a shit about anymore apparently. Then the scarier one to me is the next war. Venezuela. Yeah. There is, I mean, if you listened to Bolton the other day, who never saw a, a war he didn't want to get, get us involved in, um, they, Trump and Bolton are just itching, itching to somehow show their muscle and knock Maduro out in, in Venezuela. And of course... This this is a fraught kind of a situation going on in Venezuela because you do have the Russians moving in in support. It, it, it could be a, another proxy war between. It's another proxy war. I don't. I don't really know. It's, that it's, it's Vietnam in South America. Yeah, but South America is our hemisphere, and that's where a lot of Americans do immediately then see a threat. It's like Cuba. It's like we can't let them. Oh no, it's I'm like, not saying I it. I know, I'm not saying that that is dismissively in any way. I'm just saying it's duplicating the circumstances that we had before, where we're, where we're fighting a proxy war. Except this time, it's a hop, skip, and a short plane ride from right. our country. Now, if you were Donald Trump and Mueller's closing in on you, and the, even the pollster, even Fox News is saying things about you that make you angry. Um, and you got two more Isn't years. Isn't that fun? Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't you uh, see this as a tantalizing? He likes bright, shiny objects to to distract, and uh, Venezuela is looking real shiny now. And I don't pretend to know what the smart uh, way to deal with this. Uh, dissolution going on in Venezuela is. I don't begin to know how. I'm always amazed well, at how everybody becomes a, everybody becomes a foreign policy expert all of a sudden. Like I can assure yeah, you, I'm, just saying, I'm not. Every time we every time we've dabbled our our hands in, uh, you know, think about Argentina. Think about, you know, it hasn't gone well. <laughs> and and we. You know, and it's resulted in, in I mean, we, we've let despots stay, stay too long until we interfere and topple, and then something terrible happens. You know, no one's ever happy with our interference. I, well, this opposition figure that we have recognized as the actual president of Venezuela, um, he appreciates it. But I just, I... Uh, 
I don't know. Scary. There's, there's, I mean, like serious saber rattling going on uh, on the Republican side on this. But, you know, I think we should look at places like Venezuela really hard because if you go back, uh, what, 20 years, that country is flying high. Everybody is wealthy. They've got all this oil money. Um, the, the, you know, the economy's humming. Everything's good. Fast forward 20 years, people are leaving by the millions. There is no economy. The inflation is something like 10,000 percent. Yeah. That's how fast a whole government entity country can turn around. If you don't think that can happen here, you're crazy. We're watching it happening. Right. We're daring it to happen. Well, I, I, I do agree that Venezuela was like, I mean, that was an extraordinary, strong economy. Um, and people, that, that was a, I mean, that was an extraordinary country. It's destroyed. But see, the Republican point of view is socialism destroyed it. Uh, Hugo Chavez destroyed it. Um, obviously, I am in agreement with some of that. Hugo Chavez did. Yeah, I am too. I did destroy it, but, but that's not socialism. It is tyranny. No, no, that's Hugo Chavez. Tyranny. Yeah, that's Hugo Chavez. That's, that's different. Oh, God. That was a bad man. And like we have a bad man. Yeah. And that's what bad men can do to a a strong economy and a great country and just take it down. Unbelievable. Uh, Barbara just sent me um, a quote from a, a guy who looks like a two-star general. I can't tell how many. He's got a strange name. Smedley. <laughs> that's his first name. Can you imagine having a little baby and looking at a little baby and saying, I'm going to name you Smedley? <laughs> what would you have to be? What kind of a jerk would you have to be? No, that's, that's, that, that's the cute pet name you give your baby. It's not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Smedley. Oh, you know, you. Smedley D. <laughs> Butler. But here's what uh, General Butler said. War is a racket. It's always been. It is possibly the oldest, easily the most profitable, surely the most vicious. It is the only one international in scope. It is the only one in which the profits are reckoned in dollars and the losses in lives. That's a guy who's, who gets it. And who, yeah, war is a racket. It hasn't always been. Sometimes, I mean, war sometimes has to be fought, I mean, for survival. It's true. But most of the wars we've been getting into um, have not been wars of for, for our true... No, they've been, over economic, they've been over economic issues. Uh, That's the only thing that catches our interest. Otherwise, we don't care. Just pocketbook stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, I, well I, I otherwise, was why aren't we? I don't know. I was saying the other day that our it seems to me that the values of an, uh, the average American now are cheap goods, access to cheap goods fast, right? That that that's what or free stuff. 
or free, free stuff. stuff. That's Cheap goods that's fast, free stuff. Um, these are not the kind of things that should be dr that that drive a great country. This is this is a, a country in which the citizens have been turned into brainless consumers. I think addicted to uh, immediate gratification, right? Hey, yeah, yeah, it is true. So, Susan, I was at the. Um, food store the other day, um, our local big chain. The food store? The food. The grocery? Yes. Yes. And I, um, how do you pronounce grocery? Do you say grocery or grocery? Grocery. I, I sort of slur it, so it's a halfway in between them. I think I do too, but I, I, I don't think that's I, I right. I don't say grocery, and I, I aim for grocery, but it frequently comes out grocery. Me too. Do you think that's a which, Green Bay which, thing? Grocery? Probably. Okay. Uh -huh. So I, I avoid the word. I Grocery store. That's why I said the food. Well, I know, but food store sounded sort of stupid. <laughs> 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 well, because why? Because there's so much stuff other than food in it? I mean, why? Well, I don't know. It's because it's not what it's called. It's called a grocery store. I'm going to the grocery store. And what is the definition of grocery? It's all the stuff that you put in the kitchen. Is so it? It's all sorts of food stuff and food. Oh, yeah, I consider paper napkins groceries. I consider toilet paper groceries. I don't know. Okay. All right. So that was totally not what I was talking about. So I was at the... <laughs> I was at the giant fucking eagle yesterday, okay? That works better, okay. Okay. And as I'm, as I'm waiting to uh, check out, I, you know, my head turns to the display of, um, you know, tabloids and the National Enquirer and People Magazine and Us and In Touch and the, all those ones that are there. And uh, there it was. Uh, a, pi a picture of Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, and it said, "We're having a girl." Right, right. I saw that. What okay. the tabloids sell it? Well, but but here's the thing. I remember looking at it, thinking, "How can?" I mean, every other month, you look at the tabloids, and it's. Jennifer Aniston is pregnant. Brad Pitt is back in her life. Jen and Brad, and someone actually uh, did the tally. Um, according to that tabloid, okay, 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 hyphen, mm -hmm. exclamation point. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston would have 15 children since 2013. Having been pregnant, according to their front page, nine, nine times and twice with twins, also while adopting a third set of twins. This is what they... And people buy this shit? I mean, every... And, they just, and they are so clearly sitting around and just making this stuff. Up because Jennifer Aniston, first of all, is not back together with Brad Pitt. They used to be married a long time ago, 
And there's this interesting story by Jim Ruttenberg in, I think it was the Times yesterday, saying that this is akin to how we get Donald Trump as president because these publications are working with human nature and they give the people what the people want to be true. And people want, apparently, Jennifer Aniston to have a baby. And they want her to be pregnant. And so they buy this stuff even though they've been told it before and it wasn't true. And they buy it again even though they're told it and it wasn't true. And does this start and, and, sounding and about Trump supporters? Though, yeah. Even though Jennifer Aniston, this person that they think that they're so enthralled with, comes straight out and tells them, I ain't pregnant, I'm not adopting, I'm not looking to get pregnant, I'm not having any babies, put it out of your head, it's never true. It doesn't they matter. They don't listen to her. No. They listen to them. That's right. And um, And the fact is, that is exactly why you cannot shake the Trump base. They want him to be who they want him to be, and no fact, not, not, no fact. And he came out of that realm of the tabloid. The lie doesn't matter. Just keep the people, give the people what they want if it's taught. It's amazing, actually, how much that every time you're going to see uh, Jennifer Aniston is pregnant again, that is how Donald Trump, a failed businessman who ended up getting a TV show that put off on the American in which people. He played a, fa- a successful businessman. Yes, in which he played a successful, strong businessman. Um, and... Okay, so Trump ran his campaign, it says, and he runs the White House with a reliance on that same mix of fantasy and desire of the supermarket tabloids and, ha- and reality TV. This is the genre that he mastered and that saved him and that brought him to the Oval Office because of the stupidity, gullibility, and lack of seriousness, I guess, on the part of so many Americans who simply wanted him to be who he said he was or who he played on TV. I mean, would these people go to, you know, Marcus Welby, MD, for their, as their doctor? Do they not comprehend? They don't. In fact, they probably would. Yeah. They were certainly disappointed when they were with their own doctors when they weren't Marcus Welby. That is true. So I'm just saying that that piece is, it's our wishes, our desires that the National Enquirer and OK Magazine and people, that, that they reflect back onto us. And the truth, obviously, be damned. So they can, at, without missing a beat, tell you that 
Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are expecting a baby, and then, of course, the baby never comes. And then three months later, they'll put the same kind of thing out there again, that they're expecting a baby. Because people keep buying it. Is it uh, to me, that is the scariest thing. It's just fucking scary. But it's all over. How many times have you seen the, the same basic ad with a different star? You know, so-and-so is quitting the view, uh, you know, and why to sell her own skincare. And, and, and I mean, it, it's, it's always got a different yeah. television personality or person on it. But it's and the same the story, story. So-and-so is leaving, and it's, it's always the same story, and it's always to found some sort of a fantastic new beauty line and that you're suddenly you're supposed to buy why wouldn't you notice that those people didn't quit i don't know because your desire to have reality uh, mirror your what you want to believe is stronger than well you know it's, it, 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 it also it puts me in mind of people who call themselves life coaches that have absolutely no training hang up their life coach shingle and basically sit around and think they're doing psychotherapy with people um, I mean I don't know I, that's the only way I can describe what I think they're doing I mean they're uh, and, uh, and and why anybody would go to a totally uncredentialed human being who calls themselves a life coach for to get what? What are you paying them for? I don't understand that either. I think maybe that's what Marianne Williamson kind of is. Well, I, that's what sort of what you were describing. But right. Why would you pay any? It's it's. Uh, why would you pay? Well, it's like me saying I I you know, I know you come to me. I was married to one once. I can listen to you and say uh huh, and I'll charge you three. <laughs> right. Well, it is. An, an it, it is. No, um, I know. It, 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 if you can portray, uh, you know, expertise, you play at being expert. You know, you people. An if you people, if you come well, on yeah, confidently, you know. people. It's all in the show. I guess that's what we're finding out. You put on, you walk the walk, you talk the talk, you, blah, 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 you put on the show, you hang up the shingle, and yeah, that works these days. It worked for Donald well, Trump. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, to any of you people out there that are paying good money to someone like that, go in and ask them what their credentials are and what it is that they know, what what it is exactly that they are going to do for you that come but, from said expertise such that you should pay them for it. I'd be really interested in but what Susan, the are. You know what? I don't think peop there's there's just hundreds of millions of people now who do not value Education. credentials. Yeah. Credentials. Uh <clears throat> they don't. As a matter of fact, they scorn them, I think. And they think the outliers the have the be I don't know. And I do think that most people don't have a clue what psychiatrists or psychoanalysts know, or if they're able. You know, there's or how so they do. What well, they but you do know, but there's so blah, many. Blah, blah, blah. There's so many lousy ones out there. 
There are in, in every profession. Well, no, there are a lot of people that are allowed to call themselves therapists that are trained. Yeah, but even the trained ones can be idiots. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's true. Yeah. Oh no, I I I know so many of them that my uh, you know I used to have a whole handbook of advice on how to how to choose a therapist. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a. Anyway, anyway but Laura. I, but I always stressed good education. They had to know their stuff first, and then you had to find the right person. Mm-hmm. But the right person needed to have the right training as well. It's not like you don't have to know something to do it mm-hmm. well. All right, so just back. Uh, this and, is okay. Wait, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Laura, Laura writes from Ann Arbor. Uh, she says, well, no, it's not a Green Bay thing. Maybe it's a regional thing, as she also fudges grocery. She doesn't say, <laughs> she says grocery. Actually, we're not fudging. We just say grocery. Yes, we do. Well, no, but it's a soft, it's a soft. Grocery. It's just sort of grocery a is what I say. As opposed to an S-H. It's G-R-O-S-H-R-Y, grocery. That's why I avoid it, because I know I'm saying it wrong. But that's how it comes well, out of my I, mouth. But I don't say grocery. I say I put more of a syllable in there. I say grocery. I, it's got a re in there. <laughs> <laughs> Laura also says it was good hearing Ernie in the background. <laughs> Sorry, we're locked up in my bedroom. We have house guests. <laughs> oh right, right. Um, Lou writes. I'm catching up on email here, guys. Lou writes, my brother, an accomplished craftsman, taught me this. Pick two of the following. And here are the following. Cheap, good, fast. The two chosen disqualify the last choice. What? Works with everything, even government employees. In other words, you can't have something good if it's cheap and fast, right? Cheap and good right. is not fast. Good and fast is not cheap. And fast and cheap is not good. Okay, all right. <laughs> but they're, they're stupid values. And we've been, we've been Pavlovian dog uh, made to value speed. It's why Amazon is what Amazon is. And... Did you see what I don't want I do not want to ever deal with Amazon. Every once in a while on occasion I do and I hate myself for you it. You don't want a little motorized scooter coming to your door delivering your package? I don't want to enrich <laughs> Jeff Bezos anymore and I did you see how much he gives to charity? He's the richest man in the world. Huh? What 36 cents? Huh? Now not even 1% of his not even one percent. It's point zero. Well, some did you notice how his mistress looks exactly like his wife? He certainly yes, I did. I did. He likes the type. Yeah, that's quite clear. Yeah, I did see him with Look, the. Look, a new pretty brunette. A new skinny pretty brunette, right? And uh, Chris writes. Have you heard the theory as to why Trump recently has been saying that women are being duct taped and put into cars to come across the border and that the Mexicans have a super have super cars able to <laughs> outrun border guards 
and prayer rugs are being found in the desert. And guess what? Chris is saying that's all in one mo- what movie? It is. It's all from a movie. They are th- people are thinking Trump saw this movie and now he's decided it was reality. And so he sent US troops to the border because he saw a movie in which there were prayer shawls in the desert and 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 big car chases with Mexicans in the big cars and and duct tape women in and the trunk. And women with, with being duct taped and masked. And and Rachel Maddow even showed a scene from the movie. What? Uh, <laughs> last night. You're kidding. <laughs> no. Okay, well there it is again. Re- ah, God, I just can't take it. It's living in uh, an, it's living in a crazy place. We're living in a crazy place. Yeah, I'm living in a crazy place. And, um, and so what we need to stop doing is focusing on Donald Trump and start focusing on the Congress and their total refusal and, and anybody, the cabinet, everybody, to do to act according to their oaths of office, which is to uphold the Constitution, act in the best interest of the country, you know, not your party, not your power. You got, if, you, if the president is a lunatic, you've got to get him out of there. Yeah, but he's a lunatic who's enacting, who's putting, yeah, but he's a lunatic who's putting all these, like, you know, federal society judges all over the, the federal judiciary, and uh, he's given our, our, our rich masters um, tax breaks, and, I mean, they love what he's, what they and he are oh, able to do. And the fact that he's insane. The rest of the estate tax now, yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, they're not going to do it's, that with really this. With this, they're not. They can't do it with this Congress, right? Well, hopefully not. No, I not with this house. Not. not with this house. Um, Speaking of which, I listened to. Did you listen to Elizabeth Warren's interview last night? Elizabeth Warren? Um, no. Yeah, she uh, she did an issue. It was. On, it was on one of the cable networks. But anyway, uh, Mother and I listened and our house guest. And I have to say, we, I, 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 I had not been a fan of hers. And for no good reason, I decided, because I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention. But I listened to her platform and what she was saying and mm-hmm. how she was presenting it last night. Oh, I'm night. sure it's good. And I, would, and I was wowed. I was absolutely wowed. Wow. When she discussed her <laughs> tax plan. And and explained, you know, in in comprehensible terms, real numbers, you know, that the average taxpayer pays about nine percent, you know, of their of of the, the lower levels of taxes of their entire income go to tax, and for the super wealthy, it's down to you know less than one percent. Yeah, and all she's suggesting is that we even not just slightly even the playing field between the wealthy and the poor. And instead, you have to understand how this happened. I mean, they chipped away. They got what their way a little bit at a time until all of a sudden the burden of running the country is on the poor and the wealthy sit around and count their time, their money. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, and then she went on to another issue and another issue. And I looked at Mother and I said, you know, Mom, I keep hearing 
that what I that what I read the other day about how all of us, especially women, have to be very careful to keep our own misogyny in check. And every time I think, yeah, but not Elizabeth Warren, I have to say, why? 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 Just because Donald Trump has been calling her Pocahontas for the last two years? And it's infected insidiously the way you think about her? You're going to let him yeah. All right. I yeah. And the same I, thing for Kamala Harris. I mean, we got to really sit down and listen to these people right. and hear what they have to say because they've got some very good, very artic- well articulated, well thought out policy ideas that this country is terribly hungry for, and we should be listening. Yeah. So. As we've been talking, the heads of um, our that, – that's a good point, Susan. It's a damn good point, forcefully uh, said. And I – Well, thank you, sister. I'm sorry. I didn't mean – I just remembered that no, I, I saw agree. that. I'm no, I think, you know, it's, it's uh, <laughs> words I, – I think those are wise words. I really do. And, um, yeah, everything you said. What you said. I'm absolutely agreeing. What I said, what, because I know I'm doing it. If I'm doing it, I'm sure just about everybody else is doing it too. Right. I just want to. Um, th- this sort of stuff going on while wh- while we're talking. Uh, you have the CIA director and the FBI director, and all the you know heads of uh, our intelligence uh, services uh, before uh, the. Um, where are they? Before the Senate, I think, uh, right now, testifying. Just Sen- reaching them, yeah. The yeah. Senate Intelligence Committee. And they are up there literally undercutting every friggin' thing that Donald Trump has said about North Korea. They agree that, you know, Kim Jong... You know, he's going to meet with that idiot again? And, 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 and our intelligence just told uh, our senators who aid and abet Trump, <laughs> that uh, he isn't going to give up his nuclear stockpiles. And no, they also been, said... busily at it. Yeah, and they also said, and Iran is not up to what Trump keeps accusing him, Trump, Trump and Bolton are accusing them of. Iran is not currently undertaking key nuclear weapons development activity. Uh, both these things directly contradict two of the president's uh foreign policy uh biggies those are those are his things iran is making and um also dan coates the director of national intelligence said that trump's saying that the islamic state has been defeated is is absolutely ridiculous he said are you kidding they still command thousands of fighters in Iraq, in Syria, they have branches and networks around the world. Didn't they just blow the hell out of a place in Manila in the Philippines? They're everywhere. And just because Donald Trump says he defeated them, <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <coughs> it's, it's really. Again, here we come back to that tabloid. Um, we have a tabloid president 
he has a tabloid mentality. He's surrounded by enough people who are willing to hang with him while he takes us off into Crazyville. And we're there. God damn. Um, did you see Tom Brokaw's remarks? I didn't. I read of them, and I did read, I think I read what he wrote, but... Here's what he know. said. Here's what he said. Hispanic should yeah, work... something about assimilation. Yeah, Hispanic should work harder at assimilation. That's one of the things I've been saying for a long time. They ought not to be just codified in their communities, but make sure that all of their kids are learning to speak English and that they feel comfortable in the communities, and that's going to take outreach on both sides. And it's going to take outreach on both sides, frankly. Um, this was so stupid because they have a better assimilation rate than almost any other uh, Yeah, group. I didn't know what he was talking about. No, well, it, it, it's, it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, they... And and he had to walk it back I because he was I spreading think he's getting false information. I, I hate to yeah. say this, but I yeah, I think he's just getting a little old. I would agree. Uh, I think they should take him off. And I think I think his brain is not working up to the the stuff that it used to because I don't think he would have said that twenty years ago. And here's another thing that he said, and I'm he was saying a lot of this we don't want to talk about. But the fact is, on the Republican side, a lot of people see the rise of an extraordinary, important new constituent, see, in American politics, Hispanics, who will come here and be Democrats, which, by the way, is not true either. Hispanics no, are not it all... it really th isn't Because true. of their Catholicism, no. they tend to be very conservative in many ways, and they are not, you know, knee-jerk... Uh, Democrats, they are not, so that's wrong. And then he said, I hear when I push people a little harder, well, I don't know whether I want brown grandbabies. I mean, that's another part of it. So he brought up the fact that this is based in racism. And he says, I don't, and he, but listen to this. Now, I don't fault him for saying that because he's, he is, mouthing the words of people on the Republican side who, for this, it's a racial thing, right? right. And um, right. so listen to what one of Jeb Bush's sons, the one who's the Agriculture Committee, uh, the Agriculture Secretary in Texas, which is a um, George P. Bush, he said, with all due respect, he tweets, with all due respect to Tom Brokaw, I am one of those little brown ones and can assure you that my grandparents conveyed to me that they loved and were proud of me. Um, however, what he leaves out with that tweet is something that so many of us remember, that his grandfather, who did love him, famously said, and I, there are my two little brown ones. Yeah. Now, that's no different than, I mean, I, again, and all hell broke loose when he said that, if you'll recall. I think he was president at the time. H.W. said it. 
but for then the little brown one who he was referring to to get in Tom Brokaw's face about saying little brown ones um, when his own, I, I, you know, I am just so sick of this world we're living in and the, the back and forth and back and forth and everything that anybody says is elevated and exploded and I just, you know, and I'm part of it. I hate this. I want us all to go back to not having any of these gizmos. I want things to slow down. I don't want to know what everybody has to say or think about everything. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I try and limit that stuff, but then people send me things. They're like, I don't, I don't pay very much attention to Twitter, for example. But then I get awakened at 5 o'clock <clears> in the morning by one of my Midwestern friends retweeting Tom's, Trump's, you know, <laughs> tweet thing in a message, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, the only one I'm addicted to is Twitter. And it's a problem for me because that is the fastest way to get news. And that's my, what I traffic in is news. So professionally, I feel like it's the easiest way for me to see what's happening at any given time. Um, and, of course, you follow who you want to follow on Twitter. So I'm following news organizations and people who write news. Um, but then all these fights are breaking out all the time. It really is. I can't imagine uh, what, with what some people follow on Twitter, how ugly it must get. But it's... Yeah, well, I can't do it. I get I get enough drama in my real life that I don't need to be uh, angered by other people's recreational anger. What do you mean? Is, You're you know, the one who's always responding to people online, Suze. Yeah, I've, I've even... I've, <coughs> I'm barely doing it. I mean, because, you know, because how often can you say the same thing to the same people, you know? They, not and you're not making... And nobody moves. Nobody budges. They don't turn you around. You don't turn them around. It's just no, a screaming I match. Drop a, I, I, did drop a, I did drop a comment on your Facebook page the other day, however, because of that, uh, because of that thing about... Uh, people men being afraid to, to and i love the term mentor mentor women. women yes that was yesterday's so what did you say yeah what did no, you say i just said nothing to be nothing to be afraid of here boys you know just uh, keep your hands <clears throat> to yourself keep your purient thoughts to yourself and treat us with respect everything will be just fine See, but what they're afraid of. I, yeah, but Susan, and then what? I think I said something about mentoring. Who said we needed to be mentored? <laughs> I think I said. But what <laughs> the thing is, what they're afraid of, and what they believe, I guess, must be happening is false. Is that somebody will make something false up accusation. Right. Themselves. Right. That's right. right. And what makes them think these accusations are all false? Well, and that you see the whole the whole thing is so it's like it can't I mean just behave yourself. It's, <laughs> it's, it, I don't care I don't care what they think. 
it's it's like they're on a fishing hook and they're twitching. Because why? They they want to be inappropriate in the workplace? You know, if you aren't going to grab a man's ass, don't grab a woman's ass. Just treat her like one of the guys. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right. I think on those wise words, Susan, I thank you very much. And you can take Ernie out now. He's been very quiet. Well, he barked twice, and then when he that saw one? that I was not moving. <laughs> <laughs> he sighed deeply. He went back to bed. I know. I, I just love dog sighs. I mean, it's like, he <sighs> goes back to bed. Yeah. I know. And the They're, instruction is now, for, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to throw on my, my running clothes, and he's going to take the leash in his mouth, and he's going to take me for a run. Great. All right. Well, that's what he does every morning, and you should see the grin on his face. You should also see the look on my face. Oh, okay. Well, um, okay. Bye. Bye, Sue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. 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 And uh, all right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Ugh. In the bitter cold, I shall come, assuming my, you know, my car starts or I can get to the bus way or, you know, whatever. Okay? Uh, see ya. And uh, be smart. Er, bye. Rent Home Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoint of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.